This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Good evening to you. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a theme. We actually started last week. If you were with us, you know we spoke about Hanukkah. Hanukkah in Hebrew means uh, dedication and the feast of Hanukkah is called the feast of dedication and the festival the of festival lights. of lights it's one of, it's not one of the appointed feasts in Leviticus 23 but historically the it's history obviously and it was a successful cleansing of the temple there was a rededication of the temple uh, in between the old and the new testaments which is observed continuously now it's a wonderfully Happy holiday. And what's amazing, Shelley, is the date of the birth of the Messiah is not in the Bible. Which means? The 25th day of Kislev is the celebration of Hanukkah, the festival of lights. And Jesus, in John chapter 10, proclaimed his deity by saying, I and the Father are one on Hanukkah, and also telling our people on Hanukkah, I am the light of the world. Bless the Lord, really. And Jesus is the light of the Hallelujah. world. And we spoke yesterday about so many words that could be used from the Hebrew word for dedication which includes words like discipline, train up, consecrate, observe, to keep holy, to purify, to sanctify. To sanctify. And in the Greek, the word is used a few times and it means to renew. We gave some examples from 2 Samuel 8.11, from 1 Kings 8.63, about how, that, how many th- different things were uh, dedicated. Nehemiah dedicated the wall that he rebuilt in Jerusalem. In Numbers, it speaks about the altar was dedicated. Many times when kings won victories, the spoils were dedicated to the Lord. So it covers a wide scope of, of dedication. And then we turn to Isaiah 6, and I want to read verses 9 to 11, because one of the judgments against the people of Israel was the fact that they had eyes but they could not see and ears that they could not hear. In Isaiah 6, beginning at verse 9, the word says, And he said, he was speaking to Isaiah, He said, Go and tell this people, Keep on listening, but do not perceive. Keep on looking, but do not understand. 
Render the hearts of this people insensitive, their ears dull and their eyes dim, lest they see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and return and be healed. So, Juni, perhaps most people aren't aware of this, but the eyes and the ears are instruments that we receive things. We see things, we hear things, and it's incorporated into our very being. But what we see and how we see and what we hear and how we hear is the key to so much of our life. And that's why we're talking about why our eyes and our ears must be dedicated to be an effective witness for the Lord. Now, what you read was directly for Israel. But as you read yesterday in the book of Hebrews, the church which are Jews and Gentiles, are exhorted in chapter 4, is it, Shelley? I think it's 3. Let's turn to it, Junie. Okay. It's good that we can't, yeah. uh, Because it's for every listener who knows Jesus as the Son of God. Because we see again here, just as it wasn't, the the judgment was uh, dealt with the heart, here again, for hearing And seeing, we see the heart is the key ingredient. Take care, brethren, lest there should be in any one of you an evil, unbelieving heart in falling away from the living God. But encourage one another day after day, as long as it is still called today, lest any one of you be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold fast the beginning of our assurance firm until the end. While it is said, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as when they provoke me. So we have a lot to learn, as the Word of God says from the Old Testament, in God's dealings with Israel. And we have a lot to learn because some of us could slip back and not be able to hear or see the way God wants us to. But he gave us a gift of repentance Amen. to ask him to forgive us Amen. and to give him to give us ears to hear yes. and eyes to see Hallelujah. what the Spirit is saying to us. Yes, and the, these, these, this judgment is repeated many times in the Old and the New Testament. For example, we read John twelve forty yesterday. God has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they see with their ears and perceive with the heart and be converted, and I will save them. We see it in uh, Jeremiah five twenty one. Hear this, O foolish and senseless people, who have eyes but see not, who have ears but hear not. So it's critical that we dedicate our eyes and our ears, because we could learn that if our heart is dull and not in the right condition for the Lord, it's going to affect our hearing and our eyesight. And as David prayed, we can pray out of Psalm 51, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Really? So we need to see and understand that seeing and hearing as believers goes far beyond something just sensory or natural hearing. We don't have to go, you know, it's interesting, Junie, we don't have to go far beyond Genesis to see how sight could lead to disastrous results. I refer you back to Genesis chapter 3, verse 6. This was uh, Adam and Eve in the garden, and I just want to get the exact quote. Uh, Genesis 3, verse 6, when they were in the garden, and the, and the enemy, the serpent, spoke to them. 
And it says, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from its fruit and ate and she gave also to her husband with her and he ate. That was direct disobedience to the word of God. And they were created, Shelley, in the image of God and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil isn't appearing all evil. It's a knowledge of good and evil. And we, as humans, have within us, aside from Jesus, good in our heart, but also evil. And when Jesus gives us a new heart and puts a new spirit within us, and writes his law on our heart that we might not sin against him, if we do, the Holy Spirit in us convicts us. And our mistake, Shelley, is when we try to cover up doing wrong. And that's how our hearts grow hard. But if we ask the Lord to forgive us and to create in us a clean heart, and to renew a right spirit within us, we again walk with the Lord. Amen, amen. Staying in the book of Genesis, we know what happened when Abraham and Lot were together, and there was a conflict. And what does it say in uh, Genesis 13? Let me see, uh, verse, uh, verse 10. And Lot lifted up his eyes and saw all the valley of the Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere, this was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt as you go to Zohar. So Lot chose for himself. When Woo! It's so powerful, June. We need to see the way God sees. We need to hear the way God hears. Because this led Lot into uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. It, it, it was terrible because he chose what he saw and he didn't see what God wanted him to see. And, and, he, and it says he chose for himself. That's so big, Shelley, yes. because the cross is the quintessential of our faith. Amen. And if we turn our back on the cross of the Lord... We're walking away, and sometimes, actually, Jesus said to to us all, if we want to be his disciple, we must deny ourselves, take up the cross, and follow him. So we have an example. Jesus made a path for us to walk on, to know him in the secret place. All right, one more example of eyesight that could cause great problems appears in 2 Samuel. I want to read chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. Then it happened in the spring, at the time when kings go out to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the sons of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David stayed at Jerusalem. Now when evening came, David arose from his bed and walked around on the roof of the king's house and from the roof he saw a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful in appearance. We know the rest of the story about David and Bathsheba. But he was where he shouldn't have been <laughs> at that time, and he saw. Again, our eyes could be a great trap if we only see naturally. We need to um, uh, have our eyes consecrated 
as well as our ears, because again, the issue is the heart matter. And if our heart is not consecrated, our eyesight and hearing are going to be dramatically affected. And naturally speaking, David being a king, he didn't go to war with his people. Really? He stayed behind. And what is it in your life or my life or any listener's life that we're not following and obeying the Lord because it just seemed much better to do another thing. Really? And we didn't even realize it. I don't think that David realized when um, he didn't go to war with his people what that would have meant for his life, Bathsheba's life, and for Israel. Yeah. It's it, it's such an enormous subject, Junie, and you know we'll we'll continue tomorrow. But w- what we see and what we listen to, what we give ourselves to, we need to dedicate our eyes and our ears as as part of our life and our hearts. And shall our I? hearts, yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We declare that we love you. Yes, and Lord. And we want every listener to be touched by these words for yes, their own sake. And for the glory of the name of our Lord and God, Yeshua. And we pray this for all of us in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784. Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyandJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyandJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.